0: Monkeys for sale? Baby capuchins? Marmosets? DNA tested? Email scammers? Getting clever? Maybe too clever? Usually it's someone pretending to be raising money or pretending to be the taxman. But monkeys? A co-worker has a friend who received a Facebook message a few days ago. It was an obvious scam, but it wasn't a Nigerian prince that needed emergency funds. It was monkeys for sale. A simple exchange of information, and you could be feeding your new baby marmoset bananas by the end of the week. I'm not sure who they think they're fooling. Usually, spam messages around this time of year are political. Same coworker got two spam messages with a promise of 800% matching if he would simply donate. Tis the season for scamming. Watch out. Overpromise, underdeliver, the scammer's way. Not Christ. His promises go far beyond our expectations, and the best part, they're true. Welcome to Haven Today. I'm Charles Morris where we get to share together the great story that's all about Jesus, and on this Monday, just ahead of a tumultuous presidential election in the United States, we're starting a series called Be Thou My Vision. And yes, our title comes from the sixth century Irish hymn reminding Christians to keep our eyes on Jesus. How all of us can be like Peter, walking on the water towards Jesus, and then so quickly getting distracted by the storm and the sea all around us. And oh, how quickly we sink in despair and fear. That's why this week, no matter what may come, I want to encourage all of us to turn our eyes and keep our eyes upon Jesus. May he be our vision. In a moment, we're going to spend some time with the chaplain of the United States Senate, Barry Black. He has a very unique insight into our nation's leaders and a great challenge for all of us to be praying.
1: I can assure you that there are spiritually fit, morally fit lawmakers on Capitol Hill. Many of them actually fasting and praying, they are doing spiritual warfare. Mm on Capitol Hill. If there are
0: senators who love the Lord and they're praying for his guidance, then we need to come alongside them and pray as well. U.S. Senate chaplain Barry Black will be back with us again to share more from the Bible and to encourage us all to be praying for your country and your neighbors and your leaders, no matter where you live. And after this program, I want to share another way you can keep Jesus in your vision. It's a new TV series called The Chosen, created to tell the story of Jesus from the perspective of those who were around him. What was village life like in the first century? How did Peter make his living? What was it like when Jesus met that woman at the well in John 4? These are some of the backstories that The Chosen tells powerfully. So after the program, I want to give you an opportunity to get the eight-episode first season on two DVDs for your support of Haven Today. I know as you watch this epic yet faithful to the Scriptures series, you'll better understand in a fresh way the times and places when Jesus was here on earth in the flesh. Call us after the program, would you, at 800-654-2836. 800 800- 65 Haven. Or go to our website. You can make your gift there at haventoday.org. Haventoday.org. And now let's get started with a song that's the same as the title of our program, as sung for us by Fernando Ortega.
2: Not be all else to me, save that Thou art Thou my best thought by day or by night Waking or sleeping, Thy presence my light
0: The hymn is what we're calling our series this week on Haven Today. I'm Charles Morris, Be Thou My Vision. Fernando Ortega sharing with us from his album, The Breaking of the Dawn. Well, we're only a day away from a presidential election in the United States. I couldn't think of anyone better to have on the program than the chaplain of the United States Senate, Barry Black, We were in the Capitol back in 2016 during the election, and I'd like you to hear some of what he had to say back then. And a little later in this program, we're going to hear what he has to say today in 2020. I don't think it will be too surprising. This man is consistently pointing people to Jesus. Chaplain Black, thank you for joining us here on the program today.
1: It is my honor, Charles, to be with
0: you. I'd like to ask you, how should Christians be praying for their leaders? I've never seen so many people in the country I live in so concerned about a presidential election.
1: Well, I think that as people of faith, we should be praying that God would give our leaders at least two things. Uh, The first thing I think that we should be praying for is that he would give them wisdom. When Solomon started his reign, God said to Solomon, tell me what you want. And when Solomon said, Lord, I don't know how to lead this great people. Give me wisdom. Give me the ability to know the difference between right and wrong. God essentially said, you have asked wisely. And because you have asked me for wisdom, you will also receive riches, long life, victory over your enemies, etc. And so I, I really think it is critical that our leaders have the wisdom of God, not just the wisdom of this world. James 1.5 says, If anyone lacks wisdom, to ask God for wisdom, and he would give that wisdom liberally. The second thing that I think we should be praying for is favor. The 5th Psalm, verse 12 says, the righteous are surrounded with the shield of God's favor. And leaders need favor today. They have to interact with people from different nations and different backgrounds. And to have someone like you, who barely knows you, that's a blessing from God. So those two things, wisdom and favor, I think we should be praying for our leaders. Mm. As a Christian working there
0: in government, you've actually been the chaplain of the Senate for several years now. How are you able to be salt and light to the world and to leaders
1: in the world? Well, I've been the chaplain. I'm, I'm going into my 14th year. So, indeed, it has been several. And I think that I am able, by God's grace, to be salt and light, first of all, through my intercession, through my prayers. Mm -hmm. Tennyson said, more things are wrought by prayer than this world dreams of. Secondly, I think I can be salt and light through my example. Uh, The Apostle Paul says that we are living epistles. Yes. Our blessed Lord said that others may see your good works, Matthew 5, 16, and glorify your Father in heaven. And then I think that I can be light by bringing the illumination of Scripture to any situation. Uh, 2 Timothy three sixteen and 17 says that the yes. Word of God is God-breathed, and is profitable for doctrine, reproof, correction, instruction, and righteousness, that the people of God may be perfect, totally equipped for all good works. So I think that by sighing and crying before the sovereign god of the universe and making sure that people are united in one purpose that i can make a difference for the kingdom of god
0: you're listening to haven today and i'm charles morris u.s senate chaplain barry black from an interview we aired in 2016 during the last presidential election i love this man's heart for jesus and also his knowledge of the word. That's one thing that doesn't change with Barry Black. So now, in 2020, I've asked him a question that's very important for all of us who claim to follow Jesus. How do you encourage Christians to think and act biblically in all of life?
1: Well, I would encourage other Christians to stop making a dichotomy between the sacred and the secular. That is one of the mistakes that we make. And so we say, well, I had my devotions this morning, so that's my devotional time. And there's nothing wrong with that. Uh, And then maybe even I'll have a devotional time in the evening. Well, my God, God expects us to live in devotional time. Mm. There is not that dichotomy between the sacred and the secular. John 15, 7 says, Abide, if you abide in me and my word abides in you, Mm. Mm. (laughs) you can ask what you want and it will be given unto you. Mm. And so I do what one of the great old Christians, Brother Lawrence, used to do. I literally practice the presence of Christ. Mm. And I try to extend the amount of time when I am aware that Jesus is with me, okay? Uh, the reality mm. is, through His Holy Spirit, He is living inside of me. Mm. First Corinthians 6:19. Know ye not that your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit who lives in you and you are not your own. Mm. And then the real exciting part for me is Romans 8:11. Romans 8:11 says, "The power that brought Jesus from the dead." Lives in me. Mm. And that Mm. same power will one day raise this mortal body. Can you, I mean, this is what I think Paul is talking about in Philippians 3 10, when he said, That I may know him and the power of his resurrection. Mm. Mm. Resurrection power Mm. living inside of me. So when you extend that time, you know, it's starting out, you may start out, you know, you' You're great during your devotional time, and I invite you pray the scriptures three, four, five, six, seven times a day. But when you can expand that time and and one of the ways of doing that is what I do is I pray the scriptures a minimum of an hour a day, a continuous hour I call it a holy hour. I've been mm-hmm. doing it for decades, mm. okay my sermons, the books I've written all of that is the overflow of that holy hour and i've i've learned now that when i can br- i can get a passage that is so poignant and make it my mantra throughout the day so that when cynical pessimistic thoughts try to invade my mind i can take those thoughts into captivity and push back with my my mantra from the word of God. It may be one day, Isaiah uh, uh, fifty-four, seventeen. No weapon formed against me mm. will be able to prosper. Mm. And over and over again, throughout the day, uh, during my uh, during my thinking uh, uh, and reflecting and awareness of the presence of God. The other way of of extending that time so that you're abiding in Christ by. Obeying the admonition of the the verse that follows 1 Thessalonians 5.17, pray without ceasing, is in everything give thanks, for Mm. this is the will of God concerning you in Christ Jesus. Mm. Wow. Mm. With an attitude of gratitude, if I walk through my day trying to find ways of expressing gratitude to God, Mm. I I mean— I mean literally there are hundreds of opportunities each day this is not hyperbolic mm-hmm. there are hundreds of mm-hmm. opportunities each day to say thank you to the mm-hmm. lord i mean you 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 can continuously be aware of the presence of god when you learn in everything mm-hmm. give thanks and you you will be so aware of the presence of God, that you will know three things. You will know, number one, that God loves you so much that he wants what is best for you. You will know, two, that God is so wise that he knows what is best for you. Isaiah 55, 8 and 9, my ways are not your ways, my thoughts are not your thoughts, okay? Mm -hmm. The epiphany moment of your life should be when you realize he is God and you are not. And then third, you know that this God in Christ Jesus is so powerful that he can bring about what is best for you. Mm -hmm. You're not intimidated by the things that are going on around you. Our Lord, when he came forth from the grave and he gave us the great commission in Matthew chapter 28, the preamble to go ye into all the world is all power is given unto me in heaven and in earth. Really? Yeah. All power. He is so powerful, he can bring about what is best. I was in Grand Cayman Islands, and uh, this was during the 2016 presidential election, and the mistress of ceremonies was making all kinds of jokes about the chaotic nature of the presidential primaries in America and when I got up, I changed my message and I changed my introduction. And I said, I, I thought you you all worship the same God here in Grand Cayman that we, we do in the United States. Mm. I said, I, I don't understand it. You're talking about a different God down here. I said, Back in my country, we sing a hymn, This is my father's world. Oh, let me ne'er forget mm. that though the wrong seems off so strong. God is the ruler yet. Mm. That's that's the insight. That's the perspective you have when you abide in Christ and when you permit him through the power of his Holy Spirit mm. to abide in you. Chaplain Barry Black, you didn't
0: just join us in the program today. You preached for us, and I want to thank you for that. Would you mind leading all of us, Americans, Canadians, people of every nation on the face of the earth who call themselves followers of Jesus Christ? Would you lead us in prayer right now?
1: It will be my honor. Thank you. Let us pray. Eternal Lord God, the giver of every good and perfect gift, we thank you for the gift of the guidance of your word and in that sacred word you have challenged us to pray for government you did not tell us to only pray for a certain kind of government our father but you told us to pray for government that you urged us to make supplications prayers intercessions and thanksgiving for all people for kings and queens and presidents and all who are in high positions our father i thank you that you even gave you gave us a reason why we should do that in first timothy 2 you said pray that way that you may lead a peaceful and quiet life godly and dignified in every way. Oh, God, I pray that Christians in every country of your world will lift their hearts to you in prayer for their government. God, help them to be willing to do spiritual warfare on behalf of government, humbling themselves, praying fasting so that even as the people of Nineveh were able to avert judgment by fasting and prayer, they were able to save their nation. Oh God, may people around the world through their intercession realize what Elijah did in James chapter 5, the effectual, fervent, Prayers of the righteous avail much. Let us not be intimidated by the forces of evil that seek to overwhelm us. For you, O God, are almighty. You, O God, possess all power. And you, O God, are our shelter in every storm. We pray this prayer. In that name that is above every name, the precious name of Jesus Christ, our risen Lord. Amen and amen. Amen.
0: Michael W. Smith there. Turn your eyes upon Jesus here on Haven Today and a program we're calling Be Thou My Vision. I'm so thankful that we were able to share with you the wise counsel from my friend, U.S. Senate Chaplain Barry Black. I love how he turns our eyes to Jesus. And I'd like to help you do the same by watching The Chosen Season 1. You can see the story of Jesus in a fresh and vibrant way through the eyes of people whose lives have been transformed like Mary Magdalene, Peter, and even Nicodemus. Who were they? What were they like before they met Christ? As you watch all eight episodes of The Chosen, you and those around you will see your lives in the lives of those around Jesus in the first century and you'll gain a deeper appreciation of how the gospel truly transforms us. So for your generous gift to this listener-supported ministry, I want to send you the DVD collection, Season 1 of The Chosen. Just call us right now. And the number you can call is 800-654-2836. That's 800-65-HAVEN. Our web address is haventoday.org haventoday.org and that's where you can also make your gift and order your set of the two DVDs and if you'd like some help for praying for your nation's leaders for praying for your country we still have that prayer card 30 ways to pray for people in authority for your gift of any amount ask about it when you call us read about it when you go online and may we pray for you send us your prayer request When you call or when you go online. I'm Charles Morris. Thank you for joining us. And come back and join me tomorrow. When again together we'll share the great story. It's all about Jesus. Here
3: on Haven Today. Here for your encouragement and your walk with God. This is David Wolin with Haven Ministries. Inviting you to anchor your day in God's word. The good old days are something we can all remember. But what and when those days were is different, of course, person to person. We can all agree though, there was a time when things were a little easier. Maybe the future seemed a little brighter. What happened to those days? Well, maybe we don't remember them as well as we think. In life, there's always a challenge, always some kind of trial, maybe more than one. So rather than looking to our circumstances for hope, we need to put our hope in the one whose promises are good and never fail. Psalm twenty five five. Guide me in your truth and teach me, for you are my God, my Savior, and my hope is in you all day long. Get your Anchor Devotional in print monthly at getAnchor.com.